Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is October 23rd, 2023. Oh my gosh. It's you know, it's it's almost that time of year, Denise. The holidays are upon us. Actually, I mean, well, let's be real. Right now, I feel like it's a holiday. <laughs> I was like, where are you getting at with this, Sean? Where are we going with this? You know where I'm going with it. I'm petty as hell. Anyway, oh, are, leave we, it wait, are we talking about? Are you referring to what we were talking about? What are we talking about? Brad Shepard getting oh, ticked oh, we're the just fuck gonna say it, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure. I'll I'll give him a little bit of clout right now since <laughs> since he's not gonna make any other money uh, off of me any other way. So yeah, Brad Shepard got kicked off of Twitter. It's hilarious. He deserves it. Truly, one of the worst people that I have ever encountered on the World Wide Web, uh, an abysmal person. So listen, let's celebrate. Get your super chats, get your humper chats in. Dumbest shit you ever heard that idiot say. Let's hear it. Leave a <laughs> thumbs up on this video. Get your super chats, get your humper chats in. We are celebrating Brad Shepard getting packed up. What? What? This dude, listen, this dude has done at least 50 shows about me. Some of them about my dick. I can't, I can't make fun of him one time. Let's go. Let's go. My um, God. 
I'm just an innocent bystander <sighs> right now. It's amazing. It's amazing. I emptied the meme folder celebrating that one. Just absolutely uncorked them right now. TNA is back. Brad Shepard is gone. It's wonderful. We're just re we're living like it's 2009 again. Let's go. Uh, we're here to talk WWE Monday Night Raw. Denise, how you doing? I'm doing good. Honestly, it was funny because I was feeling a little bit tired, and and then and then greatest, it came, all of a sudden I got hit with time. some energy. Literally, it was like an <laughs> injection of like boom. And it was funny. The best part Man. was that you and I, we hopped onto the stream and we both started with the exact same thing. <laughs> we both giggled about it. It's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. Uh, guys, we would really appreciate if you sent super chats, humper chats, get your questions, statements in, uh, leave comments on the video. Also, that helps us a ton. Uh, and man, we had an impact bound for glory review this weekend. TNA is back. Denise, what the hell are you thinking about TNA being back? So it's funny because I was working at, at an event when the shows were going on and I actually got a text and it said, oh, Impact's back. And I I, I thought, oh, for like a one-time thing, I, I didn't know what was happening. And then I went online and I started looking and I'm like, wait, they're actually bringing it back full time. I couldn't believe it. But at the same time, I thought, man, you know what? This is pretty exciting. I have a soft spot in my heart for TNA wrestling. So I felt yeah. like, you know what? Let's do it. And so I was actually kind of happy about the news. Yep, me too. I think that it's it's good of them to do that. I mean, I was like, damn, they should just do a, a nostalgia show each year. But hey. That's uh, what by I the thought it originally was. Because you know they've done like the throwback shows and all of that. So that's what I saw. But then I saw it was hard to kill. And I thought, well, that's not what they normally do for hard to kill. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I I'm glad that they're. I'm glad they're going that route. Like, why, why not? If you're struggling to get buzz, go ahead and do it that way. I'm here for it. Uh, let us know what you guys think as well. We're going to be so talking. So many people were mad about it online. It was so weird. There's really? Like half, I didn't see that. There's people that were mad about it. And then there was another half thinking it was like the greatest thing ever in terms of like, oh, it's really going to skyrocket them to become the number two promotion. So I just saw two extremes on the internet of people being really mad or like just thinking it's going to do all of these things. And I'm like, I don't think you should be feeling either direction here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm thinking that it's a positive right now. At, Me too. At least, at least as of, uh, as of now, uh, we got uh, Luis taking down all your super chats, all your humper chats guys. So, Let's talk about WWE Monday Night Raw. This was not a particularly great Raw tonight, Denise. It was a show. It was fine. It wasn't bad. I, I've sat through worse. I, this was. I had okay. weirdos telling me my ears didn't work. Like those boos from Dominic were real. Those were some of the worst piped-in boos. I can't I tell. I could never tell. Well, Are you sure? Oh, I'm well. One somebody that works there told me they were mm -hmm. tonight. So my thing is, they don't need to do it all the time. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll go ahead and talk about that segment right now. It was the Logan Paul segment. Logan Paul's calling out Rey Mysterio. He buries Dylan Danis uh, appropriately because Dylan Danis sucks. But Rey or Dominic Mysterio comes out and they're burying Rey Mysterio because why wouldn't they? Because Logan Paul wants to face uh, Rey and is doing so at Crown Jewel. 
Now, I had people say, yeah, loud AF in here. Well, yeah, I'm sure it was. But that does not mean that WWE did not pipe in booze on screen. And you can't tell me that they didn't. They turned down his mic. They turned up the booze. They piped in booze. And you can tell anybody who's done audio work can tell. They used the same boo sound repeatedly. And then it would die out at the same exact moment. Like, like 10,000 people. Just stop booing the exact <laughs> That never happens in real life. It does not happen in real life. So like I get all these weirdos and I don't I don't criticize much on Twitter anymore because people get so weird. Well, what's the point of this tweet? I don't know. Maybe it's my job to talk about the show. And I thought it was just like, you've got Dominic and Logan Paul out there. Why are you piping in booze? Trust these two guys of any of them to just get the reaction that you want. I thought that was really weird. I'm like, why do they got to do that? They, they could do so much better if they just, they ju- I'd rather them just turn down his mic than right. anything. Right, because that's the thing. Like, this is the first time where I legitimately could not hear Dominic. Like, there's been other times where I could, if I listen hard enough, I can make out what he's saying. This time, I just felt like, damn, like, they're really, like, coming from or what, right? And so, he, them doing it, them piping it, piping it in, I, it really sucks that they do that because I don't really feel that they need to. The fans know to boo the hell out of this guy anytime that he walks out there. And it's fun. It's legitimately fun to see the crowd go out and boo him and him snap and he's yelling in Spanish. And yeah, I agree. If you're going to do it, you might as well just lower his microphone because you, can, you can't really tell, right? You can be like, oh, this person just talks louder than the other person. And when you're out there with Logan Paul... I I was looking at this and I was going, damn, the crowd's going to love booing both of these guys because these are guys that are disliked um, for different reasons, but they're both very much disliked. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, I don't, I wish they wouldn't do that with these two. Like they can, they can do it on their own. I thought Logan Paul handled the what chance very well. Cause yeah, he, he, he crafted his promo around that when he started to get them. And I thought that was a really, really great move. Uh, Ricochet came out and attacked as well. Uh, and I- I'm glad that they're keeping him involved and doing stuff. And you're seeing more of the reason why he got hired, him doing incredible things and-, and what he's capable of. I think that's very important. Jonathan Corona says it'd be cool if Dom spoke Spanish in promos and WWE just subtitled it so fans don't understand him, gets more booze. I hope Drew brings back Broken Dreams. Well, they were in Texas, so there's a good chance a lot of that audience would have understood him. I mean, I wouldn't uh, even subtitle it. And if you do subtitle it, subtitle it in Spanish, (laughs) not in English. It's funnier because I feel like in Spanish, you can kind of get away with a little bit more of like naughty language than you would if you were speaking English. There are certain things that you can, that they're just not, they just don't translate the same. So I do appreciate whenever we get Dominic talking in Spanish, but man, I was, I, here's the thing though. I wasn't expecting them to circle back to Ricochet, Logan Paul. I kind of thought we were over and done with, with this. Uh, I did like Logan Paul bringing in Samantha. I thought that was pretty great to kind of have her get involved in this because she's, you know, she's unique. She's special. 
special. And I feel like having her included in all of this was kind of fun to see because it's been a while since we've seen a ring announcer kind of get brought into a storyline. And so I appreciated that. That was kind of fun. And he did handle the what chance very well because they didn't last long from what I remember. And usually when certain talents get what chanted like that, especially if you're green, if you're not that great at promos, it could easily like take you away like a wave, man. Yeah, uh, we've got uh, Terry Allen saying, Sean, are you buying the Spider-Man 2 video game? I'm not. Uh, I stick to sports games, GTA, Shredder's Revenge, stuff like that. There's a chance I eventually play it but honestly uh my uh, the extreme nature of my adhd prevents me from sitting down and playing anything for uh, too long jonathan corona says do you know why wwe is adding more seats to survivor series are they doing it on purpose because we all know wwe don't want punk back in your opinion are they doing it just because they want some buzz well they want money jonathan corona that's the ultimate thing uh denise we're seeing this now where they're they're like, you know, we had a big set planned and now we're just going to do a minimalist set and we're going to put as many asses in those seats as possible. And I say, hell yeah, if you can do it, go ahead and do it. Like, I I just absolutely love that they are selling out venues like this. And, ooh, I got some, I got some good venue news coming yeah. to Fightful Select. Oh, yeah. I'll, yeah, I... For who? For WWE? For a lot of people that probably feel underserved as far as events go. Okay, so like all the people that are like, when are they going to bring so-and-so Possibly, over to my yes. town? Those yes, Fight, FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business, the best $54 a year. Uh, today we had news on... Could Will Ospreay and CM Punk go to TNA? My God. Uh, but yeah, got some good news coming soon. Well, can I ask you a question? Does any of it pertain to Los Angeles or California? That's all I care no. about. No, then no. I don't care. I'm out. I already broke news about that. Full gear. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I already knew that. Tony P says, good riddance. Hope Brad Shepard stay, stay, <laughs> stays off. I enjoyed Uproc section of wrestling. Then one day it was gone and I found out why. Oh boy, the things I learned about that man. A uh, different person. You're talking about Brandon Stroud, but uh, yes, also a piece of shit. AE775 says, War Games going to be Raw versus SmackDown for men or women. I don't know what it's going to be yet. I, I just know that as of two weeks ago, they were planning a War Games. Jody Gilly says, just wanted to stop by and show some support. Jody, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate uh, the caring tweet you sent me as well as, uh, also uh, causing porn bots to swarm me uh, on Twitter. The porn well. I haven't seen any porn bots on Twitter. I get those weird ones what? where people are asking me for money all the time. Oh, I get those. I get people that are very clearly scammers plugging GoFundMes. I guess. Yes, and they're trying to make you feel really bad. Yeah, I get crypto stuff. I get porn bots. I get everything. Kim Gray says... USA Network made my night by replying to my tweet saying they were a Fightful Select subscriber. Totally worth the 1,000 notifications. Did you see this, Denise? No, I didn't see that. Kim That's Gray. Stuff. Kim Gray, wonderful friend of the show, said uh, it's very clear that whoever is running USA Network is a Fightful Select subscriber. To which they replied, we don't have $5. 
However, <laughs> they did say that they were fans of Alex and Kate's. But listen, Denise, I had to fire back. And I what did you I, say? I couldn't just, I couldn't just let them get away with that. So I said, "If you pirate us, you're gonna look like this." And it's Todd Crisley from Crisley Knows Best in his oh, prison jumpsuit. Okay. Jody Gilly says it was the word "adult" for laughing emojis. Much respect. Yeah, I typed the word "adult" in a tweet, and I got porn bots. Brady Alexander said, wondered if Fightful would be interested in having a weekly MMA show. I have hosting experience, shooting my shot, would love to contribute for MMA. So uh, the, the reality is we tried weekly MMA shows for years and years and years, and they just didn't work. They just didn't work. They weren't for us. We didn't sustain an audience. Maybe if we were to bring it back these days, it, it would, but... Uh, I don't know if that's in the card right cards right now. I will be watching and covering Francis Ngannou versus Tyson Fury this weekend, but I don't know. It's something I'll always be open to, but it's got to be the right person and the right right situation. We saw an Ivar vignette, FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. Reported this past weekend, Denise, that Ivar and Kofi Kingston both got high praise for their matches on Raw, it looks like it's going to continue for Ivar. I've been told, unfortunately, Eric isn't going to be back anytime soon. But uh, Ivar is making the most of this opportunity, it looks like. Dude, they really jumped on it from the looks of it. I thought that the way that they presented him in this vignette, man, they made him look like some sort of uh, some sort of god, man. They were really hyping him up as he's the one and all of the things that Valhalla was saying. I really liked the imagery and the way that it was shot because it reminded me of those, you know, those, I don't know, those movie trailers. That's literally what it reminded me of. So I thought that was really good. But here's the thing that I will say that I do like. How many times haven't we seen a situation where somebody gets injured and it kind of takes them a while for them to figure out what to do with the uninjured uh, tag team partner? And I feel like this time they really jumped on it very quickly to get Ivar moving along and doing something on the show and getting a package and everything going for him. I thought that was uh, it's nice to see them moving faster with situations like this. Yep, I, I agree. I'm glad that they're on top of that. I'm glad that they're giving him an opportunity and so far he has capitalized on it uh, also nakamura promo uh matthew england says nakamura who's worthy enough to set me free laughing emoji i'm liking the subtitled nakamura promos it's honestly given us more out of him from a character standpoint than we've seen in years that's definitely true and i think they really learned their lesson the time that they sent him out there and he was getting we're talking about what chance and how what chance can you know take away or how certain talent handle that that was like terrible man uh i would have been sweating bullets if i was shinsuke nakamura standing there getting what chatted like that what chanted like that um these promos are definitely a lot better i don't know who's going to be the person that sets him free so i don't know where they're necessarily going with this but i did think it was kind of funny that that's how they chose to say it who's gonna set me free we had a lot of uh, tag team set up tonight in, in a lot of different ways that we're going to be talking about. But Akira Tozawa appears like he is a part of Alpha Academy for the time being. He was there for New Day facing Alpha Academy. Really good match in the ring. I like that they're opening up and doing babyface versus babyface matches. We saw a segment backstage that included DIY 
Alpha Academy and New Day, where there's some camaraderie, but some healthy competition as well. I like it. Like, faces should be facing other baby faces, and heels should be facing other heels. They all want to climb the same ladder. Why should they avoid each other? Uh, New Day defeating Alpha Academy. Kofi Kingston is 42 years old, Denise. Hey, guys. Have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made, and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing, too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He is? He's 42 years old. Oh, man. I didn't know that. He did a Tope Con Hilo like it was nothing. Like, didn't set it up, anything. He just jumped, launched himself, and just heaved himself over the top rope. Now, this guy has not missed a step whatsoever. It, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, but I'll tell you what's mind-boggling to me. He's 42, right? Okay. Where are you going with this? This was Arn Anderson at 37. Oh my God. All the time. Anytime I think about this, I always think about like certain wrestlers and how they looked older <laughs> than what they uh, were at the time. I, yes. 38. I mean, sorry. 38. My so he bad. was 38 here in this photo, right? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. How sad. <laughs> I don't want to say anything God. mean. And this you, man, no, you know what else is crazy is look to your right. Ric Flair always looked old, like his whole life. Oh, is that mean? I don't know if that's mean, <laughs> but he always did, though. Listen, Brock Anderson, who is Arn's son, looks older now than Kofi Kingston is. Yeah, unreal. Uh, Bradley says. 
favorite vintage LOL TNA moment. Uh, Bubba the Love Sponge is a favorite because he got his ass whipped by Awesome Kong and he deserved it. Any update on Liv Morgan? Uh, yeah, she's injured. Uh, she'll be back sooner than later. New Day defeating Alpha Academy, though. I think this is all to sort of set up the downfall of Chad Gable, and then he gets built back up. He has made it very, very abundantly clear that he wants the Intercontinental title. So I don't think that Alpha Academy are going to win the tag titles. I don't know. I would like it if they did because I just think that they're such a fun act, but I really do hope that they keep Akira Tozawa with them permanently because I feel like they're all so funny, but in different ways. And I kind of feel like we've gone in so much from Chad Gable and Otis and you know, coming up with new ways to be funny and creative could be a challenge, right? But I feel like now with the added addition of Akira Tozawa and him doing his little, uh, his little lifting that he does, it's gold, man. And I know we'll talk about him and uh, Bronson Reed in just a second, but I really am enjoying what they're doing here. And I think he's adding new life to Alpha Academy, an act that I feel is honestly an underrated gem on Monday night raw and has been for like, well, maybe what, like what over a year now at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, with Tazawa, I mean, they, they already had a comedic aspect. Like they had plenty of that with Gable and Otis, but with Akira Tazawa, they can focus on being a little bit more serious uh, I'll, there was a comedic spot in the match that I liked, though. Xavier Woods doing a reverse worm into getting caught in the ankle lock. I thought that was really, really great. Uh, but backstage, <laughs> Akira Tozawa is like trying to prove himself and wants to challenge somebody to a fight and challenges Bronson Reed, who says, I'm going to do you a favor and say no. And then <laughs> Tozawa is like chopping him. And Bronson's like, fine. In which Maxine is like, why did you do that? That's not anybody but him. And Akira Tozawa is wearing a shirt that is like four times too big for him. I'm glad to see more Akira Tozawa on TV. This is such a good use of Akira Tozawa against Bronson Reed because Bronson Reed is coming off of like, he's been freaking killing it, man. And you know, everybody knew what they were going to get from this match and entertaining squash with Bronson Reed being big Bronson Reed attacking on Akira Tozawa, who's like half the half of his size. And so you got the, you could do stuff like that with Tozawa because he's more, like we said, on the comedic side of things. Whereas if it would have been anybody else, would have been like oh how embarrassing that guy just got buried right but with akira tozawa it's funny as hell so uh i really liked what they did here with this match and i was very happy that they even made it and the way that he um uh the way that he chopped bronson reed just to convince him to even do the match i thought was really funny uh this was thumbs up for me this was good uh also bronson reed kicked his ass yes <laughs> we have to talk about a lot there but i'm glad bronson reed is getting wins too because I just look at this guy and I see what he's done. And I'm like, my God, he is such a valuable person to promote, push and keep protected. I love the interaction between he and uh, Ludwig Kaiser as well, where he's like, Hey, tell your boss, I want to run it back. And he's like, you go tell my boss you want it back. You, you head ass, like get out of here. I liked that because Ludwig Kaiser is not going to be like, he's not going to run his run Gunther's errands until Gunther asks him to run his errands. Yeah. Then he will, but nobody else. 
Bradley says, advice for AEW's low attendance if you were TK. Uh, well, listen, I've never worked in live events or anything like that. I prom helped promote some local shindy shows, but that's about it. But I would, I would just make tickets extremely affordable. I would make myself be the show that everybody can afford to go to. And I would market a whole lot better locally. They do not market that great locally. And I can tell you that as someone who has had four shows within an hour of me this year from AEW. Uh, I think they need to market better locally. And I think they should just start their tickets at a low price. And then for the PLE shows, the pay-per-view shows, then you do the, the, the more premium ticket prices. Brady Alexander says, fair enough on the MMA show. Send it in the app as a writer as well. Have 11 years experience. Cheers, Sean. Love the team. I did get that today. By the way, we did uh, post a position uh, for for weekend and social media stuff. Uh, we will not be able to get back to everybody. The, the response is overwhelming. I want to thank you guys for that. Uh, but we do keep all of them. So in the future, if we're hiring again, all you'll need to do is just forward that back to me or just sort of ping me and it'll pop to the top of my inbox and the like. So uh, backstage, Candace and Indy are there and Natalia is offering some advice. She mentions that Tegan is hurt and uh, we've got someone saying uh, what's up with Tegan. Hopefully she's not seriously injured when she's got a story. Natalia said she would be back soon. So that's what I'm leaning on right now. I am going to dig more into it. But uh, I don't think she's going to be out that long. I will. I will find out for sure. I like yeah, I this. Hope not because as someone who's been plagued with a lot of injuries, yeah. there's nothing worse than having to see someone that's already gone through so many injuries finally start to do something on the show and then be again taken away due to an injury. So I hope that this isn't like major or anything like that because she was finally starting to you know get the ball rolling for herself again. I like them using Natalia in the veteran who's willing to help and give advice angle as well. Uh, I like that. Becky Lynch defeated Indy Hartwell. I would say this is one of Indy Hartwell's best matches that I've, I've seen in WWE. Uh, I think this was good. It was it helped further Becky as far as, as a champion, a defending champion, all that good stuff. Like I can't really think of a singles match she's had that approaches this match, like a one-on-one. -on -one. Like there was the, the, the three-way with, gosh, I think it was Roxanne and Valkyria. But I thought this was the best singles match, one-on-one -on -one match I've seen her have in WWE since she got hired. Yeah, so for Indy Hartwell... She, you know, she's still just a little bit more limited in the ring. And I knew that the second that she stepped in there with Becky Lynch, that it was going to possibly be her best match because that's what Becky Lynch is going to do. She's going to go out there and she's going to bring out the very best of her opponent because that's the kind of uh, wrestler that she is. And with that being said, I like seeing Becky go out there and have these matches with people like Tegan Knox, Indy Hartwell, and all of this. But I do want to get to a point where, I, I, unfortunately, I know what to expect from these matches. So I wasn't expecting much. It didn't necessarily blow me away. So for that reason, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to see a little bit more of established wrestlers go up against Becky Lynch. But I do, eh, what can I say? It was a match. It was fine. But, you know, 
I kind of want to just get a little bit more in terms of like the in-ring portion of it all, because it really did feel like I felt this way with the Tegan Knox match where I felt like Beck, I said this when she had that match with Tegan Knox, I felt like this was Becky Lynch, like, you know, basically going around and doing everything. And then it was pretty much the exact same thing in this match with Indy Hartwell. K775 says Indy looked fantastic today. Hope she gets more on TV with more chances along with Candace. Well, Candace got that ass whipped by Zia Lee backstage who just is upset at everybody by the looks of it. Like she's targeting Becky, but on her time, well, apparently she wants to whip Candace and Andy's asses first. This isn't working for me like at all. The second she went up to Becky and Becky said yes to her. And she was like, no, on my time, I lost all interest. Yeah. um, We've got Will Chisholm saying, I'm glad they're using Becky with the women like they had John Cena with the U.S. title. Another way we can tell Vince is not booking the, the show. 15 women on the show. Well, I mean, even Triple H had been... There's 15 today? I, I would have to go back and look. Okay, so... Oh, wow, that's a lot. That's good. Chelsea, Piper, Natalia, Nikki, Zaya, Candice, Indy, Becky, Maxine... Rhea, Rhea, Zoe, Naya. Zoe, Naya... Shayna. That's pretty so, much 15. Thir- <laughs> yeah, 13. 13 off the top of my head. Oh, okay. shit. I didn't even. Oh, okay. Caden and. Caden uh, and Casey. They came yeah. out in the back. Yeah, there you go. So oh, shit. We can approach that now. Uh, Adam Pierce it gets an apology from Nick Aldis, who said that he should not have kicked him out last week on SmackDown. But then Adam Pierce catches Nick Aldis talking to Katana and Caden and he's starting to get a little territorial over his talent. Is he trying to poach talent? Yes. I like this. This is what I want to see. This was my favorite authority figure angle, not the authority figures working against their own top talent. That did, that didn't very often do much for me because I'm like, you're, these are clearly your best guys, your best draws. No, work against the other guy, the other authority figure. Uh, I like this. I think this is fun. I think this is good stuff. Hey, he's kind of smart. He's going after talent that has potential that isn't actually shown on the show other than today. And so him he's going contract to- tampering, Denise. Does it count from Raw to SmackDown? <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what the rules are, but him basically flattering them and being like, oh, you guys would look great on television or whatever it is that he was saying. I forget, but he was flattering them and he told them, oh, you look good in blue. Yeah. I, I like know. it. I like it. Dick the Cock Johnson says, need Adam Pierce to go on Twitter and cry about all this trying to contract tamper. I don't think Pierce would do that. I think Pierce is like as much of a pro as possible. Like he really would like, and I know it'd be a shot at AEW, but I was going to say, if you wanted to throw a shot, you would have him send a letter. Yeah. Catch fan says Katana and Caden still misused with triple H. Yeah. They need to have Katana and Caden wrestling. They need Indy and Candace wrestling. I would like to see Zaya get a teammate as well, but I don't know what's happening with Natalia and Nikki. We're going to talk about that momentarily, but there's, the building blocks are there for a decent tag division because we are almost a hundred days into this tag title reign with no defenses. But uh, I'll tell you one thing, the undefeated undisputed goat VPN is NordVPN. VPN. 
There is no product that we have promoted more on Fightful that I use while I'm awake than NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You guys have probably seen me anchored to my desk an awful lot for quite a while, and I've always got NordVPN on all my devices. That's because that's what NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows. You get the fastest VPN in the world on all your devices, on all your operating systems. It is so beneficial to have that versatility. Here at home, I put it on my router just in case, and I put it on my phone, laptop, desktop, PC, and smart TV. That allows you to get all the benefits. The online threat protection, the ability to change your virtual location with just one click, the ability to use that NordPass password manager, the file encryption tool, all that good stuff on everything. Also, you can subscribe to all those overseas services I'm telling you all about, all with 24-7 tech support and a 30-day money-back guarantee on top of an already amazing deal. Protect yourself on all your devices with nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Rock hard, Joel Woods says the Aldous Pierce thing reminded me of the early days of the GMs when Bischoff and Stephanie would fight over talent and free agents. I like it. Me too. Like, that's what I want. I want to see them with their own talent war. The WWE roster is stacked enough to do that. I want this to sort of maybe curry some favor with NXT as well. Like I would love to see like the reason why certain talent gets sent to uh, NXT is because like Adam Pierce is trying to butter NXT up to send talent to him instead of over to SmackDown. He can be like, listen, I've been letting you use Becky and judgment day and all these people. So give me a little something in return. And then Aldis tries to one up him. Well, I mean, I think we can have always said this when it comes to the draft. They could have always gotten just a little bit more creative. I've always really wanted them to do like an analytical thing where they're in the back going, so-and-so has X amount of wins. I want to make sure I get this person because of whatever. Like more of like the analytics side of it, I think would be kind of fun to add in a draft, but uh, they don't really do that. So I've always thought that that would be like a fun thing to do just to give it some sort of reason. Like, okay, well, why do you want... Zoe Stark to come to your brand. Why specifically? I need them. I need the math. Give me the reasons. Bradley says Pierce should show up on SmackDown in a Mr. McMahon mask. Oh, I don't think they'll do that. But I think that a lot of people, if Adam Pierce was to do comedic stuff, would be very surprised at the range in which that guy possesses. He was a phenomenal performer, completely separate of what he's doing now. You know, I think what might have been my favorite segment of the show was the women's contract signing. It was good. I loved the women's contract signing. Everybody came out. Nia got the reaction that I think that Logan Paul and Dominic Mysterio probably could have gotten, maybe did in the venue, but we wouldn't know. But she got booze that were not piped in, I'm told. And the crowd just sincerely hates her. They think she sucks. They don't want to watch her, but they cheer when she gets her ass whipped. And that's the reason why you have her because they want to see her get her ass whipped and everybody wants to whip her ass and the crowd loves it. But Raquel (laughs) beats up everybody else because she wants to beat up Naya. What I really like about the five women associated with this is that none of them have shown any fear regarding anybody else 
they're like, nope, I'll fight anybody. I'll fight everybody. And Adam Pierce knows this. So he said, I don't care how much security we have. We need to double it. I like that. That makes these women seem even more badass. I thought this segment was really, really great. And uh, Raquel laying it in on Nia, Nia hitting the Samoan drop. I loved like everything about this, Denise. I like that they also had kind of Rhea on the outside calling the shots because that was kind of like a little bit of my uh, issue that I had last week was that I didn't like that they weren't keeping Rhea Ripley looking as dominant as I wanted her to be. And I feel like this time kind of keep her keeping her on the outskirts and not necessarily having her like inside. I felt her calling the shots was what I want to see. I want to see all of the other girls come undone on their own and have Rhea Ripley be this mastermind on the outside. And so I appreciated that. And I even liked that Adam Pierce was in the beginning saying how Rhea wasn't going to come out because she's too dangerous and she's the one who causes all of the problems. And I thought that was kind of funny because I'm like, how sad. He brought all of these girls out here and he's going to have Rhea signed a, a, sign a freaking PDF file or something. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. But her eventually coming out, I thought that was freaking good. But uh, even just like the Raquel Naya portion of this all surprisingly got my interest a whole lot. And I think the reason for that is I primarily wanted to see what Raquel, how Raquel was going to uh, handle it, right? Because Raquel has all of the makings of being this badass. We already know that. She's good in the ring. She's got a great physique. She's a, We were talking about meaty women, beefy women, whatever we want to call them. She's definitely one of them. And But I want to see her in situations with people that are a lot more experienced on the main roster and say what you want about Nia Jack. She's had years of experience on the main roster. So kind of seeing her kind of step it up with her, I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. I love Zoe in all of this. I think that Zoe to me is the one that if let's just, I'm not expecting Rhea Ripley to lose whatsoever, but let's just say someone had to put it, someone put a gun to my head and said, you have to pick someone else besides Rhea Ripley. I would go with Zoe Stark literally just because she is one one a great wrestler but also she she's she's cool badass she's like different yeah. she's she's she kind of reminds me a little bit about Sh of Shayna but in a different way i can't really explain it but zoe stark is cool i like zoe yeah and uh, we've mentioned this before when we saw her at media day we were like oh she's going to work on the, <laughs> on the main roster she's going to do really really well especially with with assignments like that like she she's so well spoken yeah, and she has a different personality than what you would expect. I think she was a she was she surprised me a lot once you got to actually talk to her. K775 says after the five way, who do you think is next for Rio? Well, do we have news on a December pay-per-view yet? Like, do we have any? I don't know if we do, but um I would imagine they're gonna have some time, but I think they need to build somebody appropriately for her because I think it is full steam ahead for Becky and Rhea mania. Like it has to be. It has to be like, it better be like, if it's not happening, I'm going to be so irritated. Cause I can't wait any much. I can't wait much longer. That's it. Speaking of Rhea backstage approached Seth Rollins and was like, Hey, you want to join the judgment day? You're going to have a, a reign like Roman reigns is. And you know what? Maybe Damian priest cashes in on Roman and we make sure that he wins. And then we've got all the gold. And Seth, at least, like, you know, it's like, hmm, okay. Uncle D says, chances of Kyrie Sane coming to Raw. Um, I sincerely think that they'll probably put her on SmackDown. She'll probably team with Asuka. Also, I would imagine 
I, I mean, not not to be stereotypical, Japanese people generally in wrestling companies hang out with each other. It's who they're familiar with. They speak the same language. Uh, just who they're comfortable with generally. Call Me Crazy says, kind of hope Tozawa tags with Otis. I would love to see that. I would love to see me that. Me too. As well. Are you kidding me? Now that's all I want. Thank you for bringing that up. That's all I want now. Rock hard. Joel Woods says, I feel like Will Ospreay hiring Barry Bloom all but confirms AEW is the front runner. What's the percentage you would give him signing with TNA or WWE? Well, I want to make this very clear. The news just came out today in October. Will Ospreay hired Barry Bloom like five months ago. Like all throughout this summer, all that stuff. I know WWE and AEW became... Uh, acquainted with that uh, in a couple months ago. And of course they were probably like shit because if you hire Barry Bloom, well, I'll just, here's who Barry Bloom has on his roster. Chris Jericho, Bill Goldberg, Adam Hangman page, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Kenny Omega. Those are the guys that he represents. So, you know, something high dollar is coming. Uh, I would say 60% AEW, 30% WWE, 10% TNA. It wow, is- you gave TNA 10%? Yeah. Yeah, because, listen, I will never pretend to understand the motivations of a lot of people, but say he does want to continue working New Japan, but he can get TNA to pay him, what, 150, 200 grand to do their tapings once a month or once a month. And then the pay-per-views and he can still make the new Japan money can still make indie money. It's all dependent on what he wants to do. I'm sure he'd love to get the pack deals uh, like, like that as well. But there's, there's a lot of money. Let me ask you for you speaking like more as a fan. Well, where would you rather see him? Hmm. Honestly, I would really like to see him in AEW because I think it would give them some sincere main event momentum. Him versus MJF would be nothing but money. You get him on an unscripted emotional promo. Oh my God, it's special. However, I feel like they would make an example out of him in WWE in a good way. Kind of like with Cody, kind of like with Jade Cargill, where they go, hey guys, you come over here, look what we're going to do for you. We're going to roll out the red carpet for you. Uh, a lot of what I think will have a have a say in this is NXT Europe. And if that actually launches, because if you want to sincerely launch NXT Europe, I don't think there is a bigger name that you can launch that with then Will Ospreay leading the helm. And then if you want to send Gunther over there for a while, imagine that feud leading NXT Europe. Now, I, it's hard for me to believe that it'll ever take off if we're seeing what they did with NXT UK, but I guess we'll see. But um, I would love to see him in either one, but I want to see things on a more even plane in wrestling. I want to see one and two right here. That's where I like it. And I think that him going to AEW would be a a gigantic shot in the arm. Right. It's weird because I feel like 
if you would have asked me a couple of months ago, my answer right away would have been AEW for sure, hands down, no ands, ifs, or buts, right? But I'm looking at this now where I have this a little piece of me that is wondering what he would look like in WWE, right? Because yeah. it's almost, it's not something that, you, again, I would have said a couple months ago, but now I'm curious as to what that would look like, again, just because of the treatment, like you mentioned, of Cody Rhodes or your Jade Cargill's of the world. But it's hard to say that he doesn't, mainly fit in with AEW. I feel like AEW is just screaming Will Ospreay. And so it, it really is difficult, but I feel like I'm leaning still more to the AEW side, even though I am curious about what that would look like with WWE. Well, if you're curious of what it would look like and you're tired of if, ands, and buts, when it comes to your body, balls, and butt, check out our friends at Manscaped. Com. Use that code FIGHTFUL to get 20% off and free shipping. They're taking care of you all over the bathroom. They have the new Platinum Package 5.0, Performance Package 5.0, Perfect Package 5.0. Yeah, that's right. 5.0. They have upgraded because they got the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. It's brand new. Two interchangeable skin-safe blade heads, a skin-safe trimmer blade, a skin-safe foil blade. It's waterproof. You've got a comb on there. you got adjustable combs as well. Comes with that adapter, the USB-C charging cable, the dual LED spotlight, and up to a 60-minute runtime. Let me tell you, I've seen some of you. You need that 60-minute runtime. It, it'll help you out. <laughs> right now, get the lawnmower 5.0 in so many of their packages that I mentioned, but they've got all types of things for you. Beard hedgers, beard trimmers. They've got kits for that that come with combs, brushes, oils, balms, scissors, all that good stuff. Your ear and nose hairs with that weed whacker 2.0. Maybe you're on the run, on the run or on the road. Like, listen, you, you, you could be a, a fugitive and use their handyman shaver. It'd be very, very helpful for you, I would I would imagine, if you were on the run. But they also have the Ultra Smooth Package. It's care for down there. But they also have full-body shower kits from uh, body buffers to body wash. It's so good, man. Like, anything you're going to possibly need in the bathroom, manscaped.com and the code Fightful has you covered. Use that promo code Fightful. Save 20%. They've got boxers. They've got cologne. They've got everything. Manscaped.com and the code Fightful. And hey, listen, this ain't going to have you looking like John Moxley two minutes literally into anything. It's got that proprietary skin-safe technology, my friends. <sighs> Call me crazy since I'm excited to see Lexus King in NXT. I I'll say this. I I've known Brian since before he wrestled. And I have never been more excited to see him on wrestling TV than now. And they've been nailing it so far with the vignettes, man. It's hard to deny. And and I am also intrigued right now. And right now, uh, NXT is starting to feel like the hot girl in town. So that's good. Now it's going to be fun to see yeah. what uh, Alexis King brings to that element. Somebody says, damn, Fightful doing Manscaped ads too. We have for years, my friends. Crazy 101 says, feels like AEW could offer Osprey more money. Well, it depends. We don't know yet, and I'll have more on that on Fightful Select, too, about the WWE approach of contracts since the merger. If you're into that stuff, FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business. Uh, but 
a lot of it's going to come down to the TV deal that AEW gets and, and what percentage of that pie they're going to dole out to the roster. Because it's not just going to be him. When they get that TV deal, everybody's going to be making more money on their new deals. Will Chisholm says, SRS, any news on Vince having a nervous breakdown and not having the booking of the show anymore? Endeavor turned heel on Vince. No, I've not heard of anything like that. I've not heard of him throwing a fit or anything like that. Call Me Crazy says, Tazawa and Otis can pursue the tag belts. Gable can chase the singles titles. Maxine can chase the women's title eventually. Yeah, there's an entire generation of WWE fans that really don't have any idea of what Akira Tozawa is capable of in the ring and don't know that he is an unbelievably talented wrestler. They know him only as the comedy guy. And I would love to see Chad Gable and Otis uh, bring that back out of him. That that unbelievable... Ta- go back, go out and watch his PWG matches with Chris Hero and Kevin Owens unbelievable matches. He had a match where he teamed with Kevin Owens against uh, Sami Zayn and Ricochet. One of the best tag team matches you will ever see. This guy is so good. Johnny Gargano defeated Giovanni Vinci, and after the match, Tommaso Ciampa makes the save. We're getting DIY versus Imperium next week. Matt Hennessy says, I'm really into the DIY and Imperium feud. It's a simple story they're telling. With Imperium seeing DIY as a big threat together, but it works well, and seeing Gargano and Champa together just seems or just feels right. I agree. Like whatever they were doing with Gargano before, it wasn't quite clicking for whatever reason. Didn't even I, feel like they were trying. Yeah, they weren't trying, and, and Vince had a hand in that. Obviously, Vince just for whatever reason, them together well, you're going to have banger tag team matches and that's important. And now that we're seeing more character work put into these tag teams, I think this is going to benefit them a lot. Johnny had to win this match. Champa had to make the save and it's natural for them to build the next week. Denise, what are you thinking about this angle and this match? I agree. I think the angle's getting a lot more interesting. And, you know, you and I were sitting here for like a long time wondering what the hell they were going to do with Johnny Gargano. And I had all of these hopes for, you know, having Tommaso Ciampa be in his own, uh, you know, his own feud, being his own guy. And I really didn't, I really wasn't the person that necessarily wanted to see DIY come back together only because I know that both of these guys are incredible on their own. And I wanted to see that, especially on the main roster. And I wanted to get fresh singles matches with Johnny Gargano and some of the talents we haven't seen him with, uh, Tommaso with some of the talents he we haven't seen him with. So I was kind of leaning more towards wanting them to do their own separate thing. However, it was clear that they weren't doing anything with Johnny, uh, with Tommaso. It seemed like there was a lot of start and stop. And then the whole thing with the Miz was like, what are you guys doing? Where are we going with this? So it almost feels like this, having them come back together and be DIY is the way better option, just because I almost don't really have faith at least not right now that they're going to do something with them as single stars. That would be um, what I think they should be doing considering all of the matches and stuff that we saw on NXT, but who knows? It could just be the start and maybe down the line, we'll see them kind of do their own things because I'm left here with the craving of wanting to see, you know, Ciampa in there with Seth Rollins, same thing with Johnny Gargano and like a bunch of other people, right. That we haven't seen uh different one-on-one matches with. So I'm, I'm left wanting to see that for each of these guys respectfully. I am really excited to see them get to put on 
absolute slappers because that is the best way to get them over. First, you get these two guys over for, oh, holy shit, they can go out there and have these insane matches. Then you start to show the character. I think you should lean into the the, the heavy positive first, then work on the, the, the shortcomings that, that you might have. Uh, Patrick says, I understand why you pre-tape ads, but live ones. I don't know what you mean there, Patrick. What do you mean there, buddy? Does he prefer pre-taped or live? Some some of them <laughs> ask for pre-tape now. Like we're we were working with Factor uh, next week, and they they wanted some heads up because sometimes we get a little colorful. Uh, by the way, <laughs> check out factormeals.com uh, slash fightful. But yeah, remember we when we said- got in trouble because of me? I'm one of our sponsors. Uh huh. Yeah. And it was my fault. We got in trouble because I said something yeah. and they didn't like it. Yes. And I had to have a meeting. And I got yes. scolded at. Uh huh. Yeah. Luis says, watch the Tazawa Dragon Gate tapes. Yeah. Incredible stuff. <laughs> Tony says, speaking of Osprey's new deal, has me thinking of someone, if someone will try to hybrid the deal where they want to do a dual contract by both New Japan and AEW at the same time. Is that harder to? than it sounds to do than that. So funny enough, I thought that's what ROH and New Japan would do to keep the elite back in 2018. And I had been told by member, at least one member of the elite, if they would have done that, they probably could have kept us. Probably wouldn't have left if we did a dual contract. So... SAS says for Survivor Series, you could couldn't Gunther make a valid argument? He's beaten everyone on SmackDown and Raw, and he should be next in line for a world title, maybe a title versus title match. They are not going to do that. I think that they feel like Gunther is, has elevated that championship appropriately. And, it's like uh, they're they're on separate islands. I mean, they really yes. are. I mean, they're on different brands, obviously, but uh, it almost feels like that's not his priority. His priority is just being this freaking champion. Like he's got gold, right? I hope at some point they do maybe get that, but who knows? Who knows? Because okay. with what they're doing with WrestleMania. So Patrick, this is on our moderator, Luis. I see it. The live ones. Yes. I appreciate you, Patrick. I'm sorry about the confusion. Luis! Wait, what was the confusion? Now I'm confused. He left the the pinching fingers. He said, but the live ones. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Piper and Chelsea defeated Natalia and Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross comes out in a way that I, a comatose stare that I can't explain. So I'll just show you guys. She didn't tag in. She didn't blink. And then she just left. But the thing I found funniest about this is Michael Cole just going off on a tangent and being like, you know, Captain Lou Albano did this once in 1998, although it was definitely different circumstances. So the Bep Jr. says Nikki got a spell cast by the witches. I'm glad Piper and Chelsea won. This makes you go, okay, what's going on with Nikki? It's a story. That isn't a title thing. Like, I'm. I just want more stories, and this is a new story, so I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm optimistic. We see where it goes because they've started and stopped a lot of things with Nikki. Where for the longest time, remember when you thought, when we thought that, what was it? I think you had pitched the whole idea of like the freaks 
lining yeah. up with like Johnny Gargano and Johnny Gargano and Candice. Cause for a while we were getting Nikki just kind of creeping up and just being there in the shadows. And whatever yeah. happened with that? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing. Vince, Vince happened. That's what. Right. So now I'm just like, okay, if we've started this, let's go somewhere with it. Because she's got range, man. If anything we know about Nikki, she's got range. Yeah, she does. She's great. Uh, Like, I loved interviewing her in character as the he. Oh, it was so much fun. She was so good. Uh, Also, I'm the only person who watches main event. And she just whips everybody's ass on main event. Like, Kiana James. Tiana James, Ia Lee, Indy Hartwell, <laughs> Tegan Knox. Uh, like she she's won like seven of eight matches there. <laughs> so we got Drew McIntyre confronting Jay. Matthew England says McIntyre is the best right now to Jay Uso. I've got some good advice for you to help deal with the bloodline getting involved. Just get over it. Because that's what he was told. Ooh, I love that. Then we get him defeating Sami Zayn when Rhea Ripley rolls out there. Which leads Rollins to be like, is he joining Judgment Day? What's going on? I love that Judgment Day really probably have no desire for any of these people to join. They're just creating mayhem and distrust and everything. And we get a slapper of a match. And if they would have thrown this on Crown Jewel, I'd have been like, yeah, sure. This is a pay-per-view quality match. Of course, Drew is winning because... You know, he's he's headed towards a, a title shot. But I love the setup of this. The match was great. I'm glad it wasn't a distraction finish because I would have, ugh. But I like the seeds of doubt being planted and us getting some really great matches as well. Yeah, when we when this match started, I was like, please don't cheat me out of a good match. Do not okay. cheat me out of a good match. And they didn't. We got a really damn uh, good match there. I thought that the it, there was one point where I think Drew went for the Claymore, but instead Sammy like avoided it and got him with the boot thunder bomb. I thought that was really good. That was a, that was probably one of my favorite portions of that match. But I did love this back and forth here between both of them. But I'm I'm glad that they at least gave us a good lengthy match here. Because again, I thought we were going to get screwed. Because there was another match on today's Raw where I really thought there could have been a lot more. It might have been even the Johnny Gargano match. Yeah, it was the Johnny Gargano match where I felt like they could have given that match a lot more time just for it to be, you know, something memorable in ring wise. That was the one thing. So, and because that match happened before this one, I was kind of afraid that we were going to get, uh, that we were going to get stiffed. Yeah, I, I was afraid this one would be like a quick finish and, and like a throwaway. So I was, I, I was very, very pleased with what happened. They gave a pay-per-view quality match on Monday Night Raw, which I'm glad that we were seeing more of these days. Sometimes you just need slappers on Raw. After this, Drew and Seth were backstage and they were both like, no judgment day, no judgment day. So they're trusting each other. Do you think judgment day gets involved in that match? Oh, they have to, right? I don't know. Yeah, I I think so. I think they've got to cause some chaos. They're in everything these days. Them and the bloodline, they're everywhere. Están en todo menos misa. Comey Crazy says tag teams are a good way to get multiple stars over and establish them with their wrestling and gimmicks. Look at Gable and the Street Profits. Yeah, you have people to play off of as well. Like, so I think that's very, very helpful. We had the Judgment Day promo that kicked off the show and is interrupted by Cody. 
Cody then challenges, or actually, he, he suggests Damian Priest that they fight. Damian Priest is like, how about at Crown Jewel? And I would have felt like we've seen this match 200 times. We've seen it once. But it will be the seventh time, seventh since June, that they have faced each other in tag team or singles action, Denise. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised by that because I remember there was a couple of weeks where I feel like I said something along the lines where I felt like they were doing the same thing over and over, copy and paste, maybe tweak up a little bit of things, but it kind of felt like we were seeing the same main event for a couple of weeks now. And I remember talking about this like a couple weeks ago where I felt like there was really like they change a couple of things right but for the most part we're kind of seeing a little bit of the same thing though which is kind of unfortunate because i feel like you don't want that <laughs> you don't want that we've got uh so so in in that segment we had cody getting his knee taken out but there was a point brought up by a lot of people on twitter and i'm like okay maybe this is the path but I don't know that they would do it this soon. The, the briefcase? The briefcase. Cody wins the briefcase from Damian Priest. Gets him to put it on the line? At some point, somewhere. You think he's dumb enough to do that, though, Priest? That would kind of make him a little dumb, wouldn't it? Unless well, he's, unless he's like, put, like he's, his like manhood is put on the line. Like, oh, if you're a man, like you would do it. I don't know. Or if he's forced into it by the GM. Oh. GM has that power. They hmm. can do that. Or Rhea. What if Rhea comes up with some... What if her plan backfires? What if she has like a smart plan and then it just backfires? Yeah. Like uh, there could be something high stakes there. Like either for the briefcase or Cody leaves Raw and that could have people saying, oh, well, Cody might leave Raw but then go to SmackDown and challenge for the title. There's There's a lot there. There's a lot there. Sheldon says, question, what is it with WWE and booking Cody Rhodes into an injury storyline before Saudi Arabia? Last time it was his arm against Brock. This time it's his leg against Priest. He's always got to have something to overcome. I mean, that's that's the John Cena <laughs> method, the, the Bianca method. They love to have those people have something to overcome, Denise. The obstacles. That, what, what was everybody saying after WrestleMania? He hadn't gone through enough adversity that's what it was. There you go. Yeah. He hadn't overcome enough. Yeah. Oh my God. 15 year story. Like, man, had they played this documentary, but had they done the Peacock documentary before everybody would have felt differently. Imagine had that documentary aired before WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember we were on the steps of that, that premiere and he's like, so what'd you think? And I said, I think you probably should have won the match, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone was thinking that. Like anytime, yeah. like whenever you finish watching it, I'm pretty sure every single person was like, damn, Cody should have won at WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I couldn't really tell how the severity of Cody's knee. And that's because JD McDonough was at ringside. What are you ever going to make? Okay. What if one day, Sean, you have to interview JD and he tells you like, hey, man, so I heard you be saying all this stuff about my head. <laughs> what are you, you going to say? What are you going to do? Gonna then? Be awkward. It's going to be awkward. Like, what, I don't know. What, what am I going to do? Beat him up? No, he probably beat me up. He's going to headbutt what? you. Like, hey, and I hope it. not. 
I hope not. You're going to get suspended from Twitter. That's a death wish, Denise. Why would you wish that upon me? I, like, I've got people that love me. Like, my poor wife. She'd be a widow if that Don't were worry. the case. Don't worry. Your giraffe neck can handle it. You can. It'll be, it'll be JD with his big ass head and you with your neck. My God. That's just, like the giraffes. I can't believe you would actually wish that on somebody. That's all I want to see in life now. You versus JD McDonough. Hold on. Hold on. I'll tell you what I you want. Could only I want you to everything above your neck. I want you to say this word again. No, because you're going to make fun of me. I already know it. What? Because you said adversity? I didn't say adversity. You're I didn't say adversity. Adversity is like not even in my vocabulary. It is now. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh boy. You're just mad because I made fun of your neck. <sighs> Why do you see you throw these jokes out and they're just not good? And then you're like, you're just mad because of my great joke. And I'm like, no, they're not good. No, uh, you go. you're mad because oh, whatever. I don't even care. Muted. N Simmons says, if Drew wins, I want Jay versus Drew at Mania instead of Jay versus Jimmy. I think they're going to go to Jay and Jimmy. Even if they use Jimmy to further the story with Drew just destroying Jimmy. I think, well, I mean, first off, Drew ain't signed to WrestleMania. So right now they can't plan for Mania. Andy says, guys, I fear WWE isn't letting Cody dethrone Reigns. They're going to keep milking that run even longer. Am I better off not investing in the story? Listen, I'm not convinced of it either. I'm, I'm not. Damian Priest defeated Jay Uso. Roven says, what's the point of the briefcase if you're only going to be a placeholder to the real challenger? Well, I mean, you don't have to use the briefcase immediately. You get to use it for a year, so you can bide your time throughout the entire process. I don't think that that's a bad thing at all, Denise. There being other challengers while somebody has the briefcase. What's Adam Pierce supposed to do? Sit around and wait and not let anybody else challenge until Priest? I like when they make you think that you almost forgot. When you have a slight moment of, oh, yeah. He's got the briefcase. I like to be surprised. I'm sorry. I really like to be surprised. And I feel like nowadays it's very hard to surprise people because everyone's always planning and, and calculating what's going to happen next. But I kind of just want to be surprised with whomever cashes in the briefcase. Obviously, if Cody gets the briefcase, everyone's always going to be waiting after yeah. every single Roman Reigns match. Is he going to do it? Is he going to do it or whatever? Is uh, like this broke down towards the end. Cody Rhodes came out as well. What'd you think of this main event? Uh, we you got to have Damian Priest winning a big match before he faces Cody Rhodes. That is important, but yeah, man. Can I just say, I well, this is not well, somewhat to do with the main event, but Jay Uso's freaking little thing. What do you think? What did they call it? The pumping or something? I'll tell you what they call it. Uh! Whatever, this thing that the fans yeah. do, I freaking love it. And like, I haven't gone to an event where I could do that. So that's like literally the thing I want to do now is just be in the crowd doing He's this. He's so over. He is selling merchandise like crazy right now. Because he's It cool. is insane. Yes, he is. He's a bro without being like a Matt Riddle type of bro. You get what I'm saying? Well, he's a news. Like an Uso, you know? It, he's just fun and cool. And you want to be friends with Jey Uso. Like, I want to be buddies. I just want to hang out with Jey Uso. That's the vibe that he gives off. But no, as for the main event, though, I thought it was perfectly good. I liked uh, – I also love that we're going to get this uh, – 
I didn't mention this earlier, but I love that we're going to get this Damian Priest, Cody Rhodes match. I hope they don't take it off or something or try to play up like, oh, Cody's too injured or something. No, hopefully not. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do there. Pretty mid, Rob, but you know, some of the stuff made sense. Rock hard, Joel Wood. Listen, Joel, I hate to give you the plug because I'm running this story tomorrow on Final Select. It says, can you give a hint about how WWE is approaching contract? Is it going to be better or worse for talent? Because I'm afraid they're going to lose free agents in 2024 because of it. There's always that chance. I don't know from a finance standpoint if they're offering more or less, but I'm going to have a significant update on like, how how not or how they will be addre- addressing these contracts now that the TKO merger uh, has happened as well. WWE said that CJ is treated like WrestleMania. Crown Jewel is treated like WrestleMania. Watch LA Knight pull out a shocker. I'd be, I would truly be more surprised about that than maybe anything I've ever seen in wrestling. I off topic. Want off topic, what do you think is Tony's surprise, Hall of Fame? People in the company don't know, but uh, I think it'll be something special to enshrine Sting in a special way. I hope it's a Hall of Fame. I feel like now that that's been thrown out there, I feel like they almost have to do it because anything else is just going to be like, oh, whatever. Yeah. I think a Hall of Fame induction would be really nice. Will saying, after seeing Jay drunk, I want to see how Roman acts when he's drunk. I feel I like he'd he be drinks. super chill if he does yeah. drink. I could just imagine him just like sitting there, vibing, maybe nodding his head along to some tunes. Roman says, just saying they tend to have the winner lose it to someone and don't get to cash in like Otis. Yeah, that was that Otis was a different screwed. that was a different situation that the pandemic really affected him. But I do see your point, Roman. I absolutely do. Uh, but I think that right now this method is, is working. Denise, tell the people where they can find you youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. That's the place to be. All social medias at underscore Denise Salcedo. Uh, Keep your eye on youtube.com slash Fightful. We have interviews with Larry D ahead of his retirement in a couple of weeks, uh, planning Tama Tonga, Titus O'Neil, and then some more that we've had in the can for a while. Fightfulselect.com, $5 a month, $54 a year. You're getting usually at least two exclusive stories uh, a day plus additional podcasts. Until next time, my friends, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.